0: It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good
1: morning. It's great for Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Deb. Friday, Deborah.
0: Evans. Happy Friday to you, sis. Thank you. How are you this morning?
1: I'm good, and you? How about yourself?
0: I'm I'm pressing on. It's, it's <laughs> just it's just good to be here.
1: Yes. Yeah hmm with the Lord, yeah. and his people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, may may heaven may have cover you on this day and this weekend.
1: You too. Thank you.
0: With blessings and protection.
1: Thank you, you too.
0: Can mm-hmm. any hide himself in secret places? I shall not see him, saith the Lord. Do not I fill heaven and earth, saith the Lord. I have heard what the prophets said that prophecy lies in my name, that prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Is not my word like as of a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer? That breaketh the rocks in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words every one from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, He saith. Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them, and cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness, yet i sent them not nor commanded them therefore they shall not profit this people at all saith the lord it's a faithful day at declare victory my name is andrew it's men's day we're here to learn of the lord and praise him for his works who's with me on the call And when this people, or the prophet, or a priest, shall ask thee, saying, What is the burden of the Lord? Thou shalt then say unto them, What burden? I will even forsake you, saith the Lord. And as for the prophet, and the priest, and the people, that shall say, The burden of the Lord, I will even punish that man and his house. Thus shall ye say, Every one to his neighbor. And everyone to his brother. Who hath the Lord answered? And what hath the Lord spoken? Good morning. It's a happy day to clear victory. Who just joined us?
1: Good morning, Susie. Susie. (laughs) Hey, Sister Susie.
0: Happy Friday.
1: Happy Friday to you too. You have a wonderful and blessed day.
0: You as well. Thank you. May heaven cover you with protection (laughs) and love.
1: Well, you are a wonderful brother. You know that?
0: (laughs) I try, sister. Thank you. Thank you for your kindness. You're so welcome.
1: Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless you. Happy Friday.
0: Hey, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday.
1: Thank you. Uh
0: Good to hear you this morning. Good morning, Brother Andrews, Brother Michael. Happy Friday, hey brother Michael. Happy Friday. Glad to know you're on the wall with me. Doing well, thank you. Amen. And and any new traveling on your agenda? I'm done for now. Thank God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, it'll still be there when you change your mind. (laughs) Thank you. Uh. And the burden of the Lord shall ye mention no more, for every man's word shall be his burden. For ye have perverted the words of the living God, of the Lord of hosts, our God. Thus shalt thou say to the prophet, who hath the Lord answered thee? And what hath the Lord spoken? It's a happy Friday to clear victory. It's men's day. My name is Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? Happy Friday, Sister Yvonne. It's good to be in protection of the Lord. He is a shelter from the wind and a covert from the rain. Good to hear your sound this morning, sister. You be blessed.
1: You too.
0: Uh, we love you, sister. God bless you.
1: Amen. Uh, you. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But since you say the burden of the Lord, Therefore thus saith the Lord, because ye say this word, the burden of the Lord, and I have sent unto you saying, ye shall not say the burden of the Lord. Therefore behold, I, even I, will utterly forget you. And I will forsake you and the city that I gave you and your fathers and cast you out of my presence. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten. The Lord showed me, and behold, and two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord. It's a happy Friday. to declare victory. My name's Andrew. Anyone just join me?
1: Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday, Good morning,
0: Andrew. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you all.
1: Happy Favorite Friday, Andrew and DT, DB.
0: Hey, Sister DD, happy Friday.
1: That's Rochelle, Andrew. I should have said that. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Happy Friday. The Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah, with the carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe, and the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten if they were so bad. Then said the Lord unto me, What seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, Figs. The good figs, very good, and the evil, very evil, that cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel. Like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them that are carried away captive from Judah, whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Chaldeans for their good. i will set mine eyes upon them for good i will bring them again to this land and i will build them and not pull them down and i will plant them and not pluck them up and i will give them a heart to know me that i am the lord and they shall be my people and i will be their god for they shall return unto me with their whole heart important words to remember Especially when the nation is gripped in a trying time. But for these times, our God is ready. It's to clear victory. And we call on his name this morning. Who's with me on the call? And as the evil figs which cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Surely thus saith the Lord, so will I give Zedekiah the king of Judah and his princes and the residue of Jerusalem that remain in this land and them that dwell in the land of Egypt. And I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt, to be a reproach and a proverb, a taunt and a curse in all places where their eyes shall drive. It's a men's day at Declare Victory this Friday. Did anyone else just join the call?
1: Good morning. It's beloved Barb. Happy Friday. God bless everyone.
0: God bless you, beloved Barb. Happy Friday. Good
1: morning. It's Krishonda.
0: Happy Friday. Hey, Krishonda. Happy Friday to you.
1: Thank you. Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's Dee Dee.
2: I love you. Hey,
1: Sister Dee Dee. I love you. Happy birthday. I have a situation with you and Brother E. We'll have a side conference later.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, Bring your tuning fork with you, Sister Dee Dee.
1: Uh, I'm here. I'm
0: just laughing. <laughs> Have a good morning. All right. Well, if, if there be nothing good else... Good
1: morning. This is you. Juanita.
0: Hey, Juanita. Happy Friday.
1: Happy Friday.
0: Good to hear you.
2: According you to like the... It?
0: clock. Yes, ma'am. According to the clock on the wall, we need to get our morning started. So if everyone who can hear me could please activate the mute feature on your phone, make sure it's engaged and periodically through the call, check to make sure it stays that way because we want the content and the continuity to flow according to the Holy Spirit, which will be speaking to those whom he needs to touch. And we don't want any distractions to Fear that, that tender soul away from what will bless them today. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again, and I'm your host for the morning. Thank you for joining us here at clear Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. That's who we are. Please feel to invite a friend or more with you so they can be blessed too. Today is men's day, Friday, where only men are scheduled in a lineup to bless you. Be sure to continue joining us daily. I'm sorry, uh, technical difficulty. there we go. Be sure to continue joining us daily for the rest of June. Our monthly theme is entitled Order. This means that all of our declarations will be focused on us, on our understanding, the mind, heart, and will of God regarding order. For the rest of the time, order is our theme to announcements over for us today. Please join us for Friday Night Live this evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. By calling this same number, you most definitely will be blessed. The title of the call this evening is Pride Check. Friday Night Live, 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Pride Check is the theme. Secondly, we would love to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? Three ways you can do so. First way, declarevictory.org. Second way, paypal.me to declare victory. Third way, cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many any blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and your trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests submitted on the online app, but as usual, there are many things that we, as prayer warriors, need to be constantly aware of. For those souls, those lives, those situations that critically need our prayers. God has three sensitive areas in His love for the elderly, for the stranger, and the children. Those three groups are most vulnerable and most likely to be abused. Or feel the wrath of pointless anger, uh, even people on the other side of justice, the lack of protection and the exposure. Okay. And we as Christians are charged to protect them with our finances, with our presence, with our prayers. With that in mind, we raise the children, the children that are incarcerated, the children that have been snatched from their families and not connected, the children that are hungry, the children that are being trafficked and sold, the children that are being murdered, abused at home, the children that are getting picked on and bullied by other children and other adults the children that are homeless, and the children that are thinking that suicide would be better than another day of pain or loneliness. We desperately need you to remember these. We're praying for the elderly, the ones in hospice care, the ones in adult care when their families don't honor them by visiting anymore and they're lonely and there's nothing they they feel exposed and vulnerable to medical staff staff that doesn't love them we're lifting them the elderly that are in jail they're vulnerable too we're lifting them we're lifting the strangers in our gates the ones that came looking for a better life the ones that were dragged in chains here to make a better life for someone else. The ones that are just in neighborhoods where their neighbors pester them, uh, try to harm them, try to intimidate and scare them, making them feel unsafe. We're praying for them. We're also praying for the sentries that are on the front lines of the pandemic. We're praying for first responders everywhere, for the just general danger of their jobs, plus also those that have less love for the people that they are there to protect, just in case they're not the same people. We're praying for those that are under financial stress, because of the pandemic, and just generally stressed by not having enough money. We're praying for the homeless. We're praying for the hungry. We're praying for uh, the yokemen of the gospel, the pastors and leaders of the local and larger churches. We're praying for those that have forgotten God, the ones that are closest to dying out of the will and safety of the ark. We're praying for each other. We're praying for the declarer. We're praying for the prayer that follows me. We're praying for grandchildren that we haven't had yet. We're praying for nieces and nephews we haven't seen or spoken to. We're praying for cousins who are addicted. We're just praying for the family. These and other prayer requests are most needful. And each of us examine your heart and remember those in our families, those in our friendships that need God mostly and lift their names today. Order the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Elder Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Elder Jonathan. Declaration will be rendered by Apostle Pierre. Immediately, we will go right into closing comments, which is our love, life, and victory sector. And the declarer will further bring out and answer questions or offer comments on the declaration that he brought before us scripture for today is found in first Corinthians chapter 14 verse 34 for God is not a God of confusion but of peace as in all of the churches of the saints may the Lord add a blessing to the reading hearing and doing of his holy word at this time please check your phone once again and make sure the mute feature is engaged and come off it only when we are asked. i now been prepared to pass the call for our prayer corporate praise. Elder Jonathan will be taking it from here. My name oh, is Andrew man. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we say thank you for your grace. God,
2: we say thank you because you are God and our King. We say thank you because there is none like you. God, we say thank you because because of you, we've been able to make it through another night. God, we thank you that you've been a mind keeper, a mind regulator. God, we say thank you because you are mighty. God, we say thank you because you're awesome. God, we say thank you because there's none other like you. God, we say thank you. Because you are Alpha and Omega, God, we give your name the glory. We give you the praise. We say thank you because you are awesome. We say thank You because You remembered us. God, we say thank You that even in the midnight hour You kept us. God, we say thank You that even in the midnight hours You caused us to wake. God, we say thank You because You are a peace giver. God, we say thank You because You are a mind regulator. God, we say thank You because You are a heart keeper. God, we say thank You because You are a heart fixer. God, we say thank You because You are our strength and our weakness. God, we say thank You because You are our establishment in the place of chaos. God, we say thank you because you're the nail in the sure place. God, we say thank you because you are everything. God, because of you, we live, we move, we breathe. God, we say thank you because of the air in our lungs. Father, we honor you this morning because you are God, we honor you this morning because you are Abba. You are the provider. You are the keeper. You are the sustainer, the sustainer. God, we say thank you. We give your name the glory higher. We give your name the glory. Thank you. We give you the glory, God. We bless you we magnify you. Now, God, we ask you if there be anything between us and you that would cause you not to like on us, God, not to love on us, God, not to be where we are. Father, anything that is offensive to your nostrils and abusive to your ears, God, we take time here and we ask you to forgive us, God. Forgive us of the dirty place. Forgive us of the unclean place. Forgive us, O God, for the unset place. Forgive us, O God, for the unsure place. Father, we ask you for your forgiveness, God. And God, we ask you for it and we receive it. We walk in it. We accept it, God. We don't wallow in what was or what happened, but God, we begin to reach out to you. We ask you as we pray for forgiveness to create in us a clean heart. God, the order of the day to renew a right spirit, oh God, and we'll give you the glory. God, we say thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you that the enemy that I adversary has nothing to hold between us and you, and God would give us the, the power and the strength to advance boldly to your throne. So, Father, as God and King, we ask you now, to set up this place as a place of remembrance. God, set up this place that your name can be known. Set up this place that your power can be displayed. Set up this place that your spirit be made manifest. God, we give you glory now. Father, we speak to the situations that seem unbearable, and we begin to declare that this is a situation for a miracle. So we speak to the atmosphere and declare that miracle signs and wonders become part of the atmosphere now. God, we in the atmosphere, not only miracles, signs, and wonders, but we pray now and unlock the sound of praise. We unlock the sound of worship. We unlock the sound of breakthrough. We unlock the sound of deliverance. We unlock it now. We give your name the glory, God. We begin to rely on you. We stand on you. We rest on you. We fellowship in you, God, and we believe now that you are setting our hands to do war, that you are setting our fingers to do battle. God, we say thank you that even in the sound of our praise, that we are beginning to unlock the corridors of heaven now in the name of Jesus. And God, we declare because of praise, because of our sound, that there is nothing missing, nothing lacking, and nothing broken. Father, in the midst of our sound today, I pray that you would begin to heal and unlock what needs to be unlocked and healed. Father, what needs to be moved, begin to move. I pray now that you would anoint their sound this morning, God, to destroy yokes and to break barriers. Father, every illegal barrier now, begin to tear it down in the name of Jesus. God, we pray that as we begin to take our phones off of mute and we begin to lift up a sound to you. God, that you would rest in our sound, God. That the glory of God is set in the middle.
1: Hallelujah. We bless the Holy
2: God.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We do to little the
2: our
1: um, of great the you boy on the the one and the one 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 the 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 i Let us
0: out
1: you are going to the Thank you the 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 Eighteen. 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 I'm widehat <laughs> <laughs> de I you am not Bob. Bob. Lord, yes, to I'm not i I'm not you I <laughs> you <laughs> 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 Thank Do you, Lord okay, so hey, God. We you we bind all, problems, we'll all
3: people, we
1: we give you praise. So we we need you now, Father. We need you now, Father, be No l- N- matter never leave us. No H- b- Hallelujah and it's the us I say thank you God. Like men, we thank you lie. have to we so say we thank you, thank you me, Because we your I, you're right be you. mean, you're mean, Because you're merciful. You're and you can I mean every day, I, mean, I understand it more and more and more. We love you Jesus. we love you, Lord.
2: Amen. Father, go forward. Amen. Let's mute our minds. Hallelujah, Lord. We say thank you because you're still here. To answer prayer, God. We say thank you because you're the Alpha and the Omega. And God, from this point in this moment forward we begin to declare not just victory but we declare an open heaven and god we give your name the glory we give you praise for meeting us in the midst of our sound for our next level and god we'll say thank you because you are our god we thank you not just for our moment but for the places and time where we will meet with heaven Because of our sound and God, we say thank you. We give your name the glory. And God, we put our minds and our heart in the place to expect you. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Good morning, family. How are you guys? I am so glad to be with you on this awesome Favor Friday. Um, it is my desire that all of you guys are doing well and that you are experiencing the abundance of God this morning. Um, uh, I want to thank Didi. <clears throat> I mean, I want to thank Dia for, uh, giving me this opportunity once again just to share with you guys. It's always a pleasure. Um, today, by our theme being called Order, one of the things that I've really been looking at is how God has been strategically placing things in my life in order, how God has really been making me bring order and closure to some things. But most of the time when we look at order, we think about things being chaotic. We think about things being uh, out of whack, but sometimes order is just refocusing. It's, it's, it's keeping our focus on different things and keeping our focus on the right things so that we can move forward and we won't lose our momentum. And so um, in dealing with order, the very first thing that I want to do before we move any further is to define order. And so order, the definition of, according to Webster for order is the arrangement or disposition of people or things in relation to each other according to particular sequences, patterns, or methods. Another definition of order is authoritative command, direction, or instruction. And so when we look at order, sometimes we we look at that thing is out of whack or things need to be put in place, and most of the time that's what takes place. I'm reminded of when we look at the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, it says that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formed and it was void, and the Spirit of God hovered. And, and darkness moving. So here we see that the earth had no shape; it had no order. And God begins to speak. He begins to say, "Let there be light," and there was. He began to separate the water from the from the land, and he began to put things in place. He began to bring order to a chaotic world. But one thing that I realized, even in looking at that text, was after he had finished completing creation, after he finished creation, the next thing God did was he then gave order he gave order. He was already setting things in order, but then he gave order. He told Adam that it was his responsibility to name everything in the garden. And so most people, we look at that and we begin to breeze past it and we like, oh, you know, we, we know that as the normal story of creation. But I want to point out to you one thing in particular, that God gave Adam the, the authoritative command to name everything in the garden, to give name, to give identity to it. But God did not overstep his own order. God did not say, Adam, I don't think that should be named an elephant. He didn't say, Adam, I don't think you should call that a lion. He didn't say, Adam, I don't think that you should call that a, a ladybug. I, Adam, I don't think that you should call that an eagle. He began to release a authoritative command, and he gave Adam authority in order. And after that, Adam tapped into the wisdom of God, and he began to name the things, and God let him do what he did because God trusted him. Uh, Our particular verse that we're going to look at today that's going to be our base scripture is going to be Proverbs 28, verse number 2. Proverbs 28, verse number 2. It says this. It says, a rebellious nation. This is in the Passion Translation. It says, a rebellious nation is thrown into chaos. But leaders anointed with wisdom will restore law and order. A rebellious nation is thrown into chaos, but leaders anointed with wisdom will restore law and order. I came to let you know today that even though we are in the midst of all of this chaos and we see the pandemic going on and we see all these things happening in the world, I want to ask you this question. Are you the leader that's anointed with wisdom to restore the order? There are certain things that are going on on our job. There are certain things that are going on in our families. There are certain things that are going on in our communities that we're looking at. We said, I wish somebody would do something about it. I wish something would happen. But can I propose to you today that maybe you're the one that's anointed with wisdom to bring order. You're the one that's anointed to set things in place. You're the one to give identity to it. You're the one. And so most of the time when we look at at everything that goes on, we begin to speak about the problem, we begin to speak about the chaos, but it's very seldom that we hear people speak the solution or speak order to it. I'm reminded of a time where my, uh, (laughs) my mom, we were in the store, and this little kid was having a temper tantrum, and the mother... Act as if she could not do anything with the child. And it seemed like all of the kids that were with this mother or this particular lady that had the children with her, it seemed like all of the kids just took time, took chances, and they began to take turns just having these little temper tantrums. And my mother got sick of it. And one thing about mothers, especially in uh, those of the African-American community, one thing about them is that they have, they have a way of looking at you or they have a way of commanding the room. And so they, my mother walked over there and she told the little kid, she said, if you don't get up off that floor, and I'm only going to tell you one time, this kid was not hers. This kid was not someone who she knew, who she was friends with, but her presence brought a level of order. And so what I come to tell you is that this, sometimes in the midst of chaos, you are anointed to be the one that your presence will command order. What is God calling you in this season to bring order to in your life? What's out of whack in your life? What's out of whack in your life? What's going on in your life that needs to experience the order? What's going on in your life that you need to use the wisdom of God to bring order to? And so how God began to deal with me about this particular um, this particular theme, I want to say, is I was looking for my keys one day, and, and this actually was the day before yesterday, I was looking for my keys, and so I've been rearranging my room and getting new furniture, and in the process of me looking for my keys, I couldn't find my keys. And so the very first mistake that I made was I started looking for my keys in the dark, I start looking for my keys in the dark. And so I'm trying to remember, well, not it wasn't dark, but it was a little light. But I kept trying to just feel around. I'm like, oh, maybe they're on my nightstand. Maybe they're in this top dresser drawer. So I'm opening the drawers because I know the configuration of my room. But I could not find my keys. And so then all of a sudden I got frustrated and I turned on the light. The very first thing that you need to do in order to bring about order in your life or to bring order in whatever is chaotic around you is number one, turn on the light. Jesus is the light of the world. Turn on the light. When was the last time you brought order to a situation and you used the wisdom or the revelation or the illumination of God, the light of God, which is his word? When was the last time that you actually spoke into the dark situation and cause light to come on so you can see what needed to be organized. The Word of God says it this way in Genesis chapter 1. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form, and darkness moved on the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. The very first thing that God did to deal with the darkness or to deal with the chaos was he spoke illumination. He brought light to it. There are some things that are going on in your life that may seem chaotic right now, but the very first thing you got to do is speak a light into it. You have to speak the word of God into it. I know the doctor said that that is cancer. I know that your family may seem like they are so dysfunctional, but you are the one to speak light to it. What does the word of God say about it? And so the very first thing that you have to do is, number one, turn on the light. The second thing that you had to do, that I had to do was once I got the light on, I had to look again. You have to look again because sometimes what you think is not there is really there. And so in the midst of me looking for my keys, I looked in places that I had looked previously and it was not there. And all along, the keys that I was looking for were right there on my bed. They were right there where I left them. I was so focused on trying to find the answer or find what I was looking for in the dark. You cannot afford in this season to look for God to bring order to your life if you refuse to live in the light. You have to, you can't live in darkness. You have to come out of the dark. You have to come out of the dark. You have to come out of that place of thinking that it's always going to be like this. You have to come out of the place of thinking that all things will always be negative, that everything is going to have a bad outcome. You have to begin to come out of the dark. I believe in one of the movies they said, step into the light, Carolyn. There's a light that's waiting for you to step into. You've been living in the shadows too long. You've been living in the background too long. I just heard that for somebody. You've been living in the background too long. There are some of you that, that you see all of the things that are running amok in your job and in your churches and in your families, and you just been standing back saying, you know what, they're going to get it together one day. But maybe it's time for you to step into the light and look again. When you look again, you'll find what's been inside of you. What's been inside of you has been there all along. And so the third thing that I did after I found my keys, before I went on my journey, before I went to the stores that I had to go to, I began to clean up. I began to bring organization to what was once chaotic. Because the clutter caused my mind to wonder. The clutter caused me to lose things or misplace things. What has the clutter of your life caused you to misplace? What anointings are inside of you that you've misplaced because of the clutter of life? What things is God calling you to bring order to? When the light comes on, you begin to see that things were not as tidy as they were, and it's okay. You cannot get comfortable in the clutter. My God. Don't you get comfortable in the clutter? Bring order to it. Don't get comfortable in the things that come to stress you out. Don't get comfortable in the clutter. Don't get comfortable with the chaos. The next thing that we can't afford to do is we cannot afford to let the clutter or let the chaos make us fearful. Let me give you a biblical um reference to that. And so when we look in mark chapter four mark chapter four, we look at verse number thirty seven Mark chapter 4, verse number 37. It says, leaving the crowd behind, the disciples got on the boat with Jesus, where Jesus was already sitting, and they took, that they took with them. Other boats sailed with them. Suddenly, as they were crossing the lake, a ferocious, chaotic storm arose with violent winds and waves that were clashing into the boat until it was nearly swamped. But Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern, resting on a cushion. They shook him awake and they said, Master, do you even care that we all are about to die? Fully awake. He got up and he rebuked the chaos and the storm and shouted to the sea, hush, peace, be still. And at once the wind stopped howling and the water became perfectly calm. He turned to his disciples and said to them, why are you so afraid?
2: They're They're doing a loud cheer.
3: why 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 are you afraid why are you afraid there are certain things that just because the winds and the waves are in it seems like you're being tossed every way and it seems like that everything around you is chaotic and everything is out of whack you have the one with you that can speak to that wind and say hey peace be still they had just saw jesus work miracle after miracle they had just saw jesus feed the multitude. They had just saw Jesus do all of these things and they got on the boat and they were afraid of what was around them and they forgot who was with them. Don't you allow the chaos to keep you from realizing who's with you. You have the one in you that speaks order and that speaks peace to the storm. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. What are you saying, Apostle Peter? I'm saying this. I'm saying that I don't care what storms are around you. I don't care what's going on in your life. You have an anointing inside of you that you can speak peace in the midst of the chaos. Because why? Jesus sits on the cushion of your heart. He sits on the cushion of your heart. You have everything that you need inside of you to win you have everything that you need inside of you to make it work. I don't care what what others have said. I don't care who's tried to fix it before you. You're the one. You're the one. I don't care how many people in Yonla Van Zandt have fixed. You're the one. You're the one that's anointed to fix someone's life. And so back to our base scripture, a rebellious nation. A nation that does not want to hear what God has to say. A nation that has no leadership. A a, a nation that has no laws, that has no no commandments, that has no rules. A rebellious nation is thrown into chaos. We see this in the movie The Purge. They give them a full day to just do whatever they want to do. Everything is lawful. Murder is lawful. lawful. And so they, they have this day and the nation is thrown into chaos. But there are a group of people that restore order. A rebellious nation is thrown to chaos, but leaders. And I prophesy to you and tell you that that you're not the one that's being led anymore. You're the leader. Leaders that have been anointed with wisdom. When was the last time we asked for wisdom? When was the last time we asked God to anoint us with wisdom, not to anoint us with wealth, not to anoint us to be able to heal, but to anoint us for wisdom? He will give us the wisdom to obtain it. He will give us the wisdom to obtain wealth and to restore law and order and to restore law and order. There's a law of God that needs to be restored, and it only will be restored when you write it. It will only be restored when you begin to declare it. What are you declaring? What are you legislating? What are you releasing in the realm of the Spirit to cause things in order? What path have you set? The Word of God says it this way. It says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The reason the nation, is the rebellious nation is thrown to chaos is because we're not asking the Lord to order our steps. We're making our own path, and we're taking our own shortcuts. I challenge you today, declares. I challenge you today, victorious ones. I challenge you today. Turn on the light. Look again. Bring order to the chaos. Don't be fearful. And legislate what needs to be legislated and ask God to make your steps. Last thing I want to leave you with is is when you follow these steps and when you begin to follow this recipe, when you begin to follow this recipe of making sure that you are declaring and setting order to things that are out of whack, when you begin to declare these things and you begin to operate in that magnitude and that level, that's when you will see victory. That's when you will see victory. We're talking about declaring victory and we 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 we're victory declarers and we're declaring victory. If we want to see victory and we want to set order, those are the steps that we have to take. Last point I want to leave you with is this. Victory is a discipline. But it takes a disciplined person to manifest it. Victory is a discipline. But it takes a disciplined person to manifest it. If we're going to manifest victory, we got to be disciplined. We have to walk in order. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for these declares. I thank you for these victorious sons and daughters that you have on the line. And Lord, I ask that even the declaration that was made today will bring illumination and insight and help us to live in the light. And we give you glory, honor, and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Any questions, comments, concerns, anyone just joined the lines that want to say good morning to us, the floor is open to you now.
1: morning. Good, good morning, morning, Brother Pierre. It's Krishanda. So good to
3: hear your voice. You too. Good morning, Krishanda. Love you. Good, love you too. Good morning, Pastor, good morning. How are you? This is Diane. I'm doing well. Very good declaration. And I'm in the process of decluttering de- my room. Thank you for that message.
1: Good morning. This is Dr. Chris. A fabulous declaration, my brother.
2: Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Pastor Pierre? Way to represent for the men on today. Great declaration. God bless.
1: Good morning, Apostle Pierre. This is Prosperous Cam. Great to hear your sound. Wonderful declaration this morning. Good morning,
3: Pastor. This is Oliana Sal. Great declaration.
2: Good
3: morning. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. This is Gloriously Grace Gloria. Thank you for that wonderful word. God bless you. Thank you. Bless you as well. Good morning. It's Kenya. Awesome declaration. Thank you, Kenya. Good
1: morning, Pierre. Good morning. I'm I am so sorry I missed you when you were here. Love you. And that was an amazing word.
3: Thank you so much. Love you as well.
1: Good morning. It's Monica. Great declaration.
3: Hey, Monica.
1: Good morning. It's persistent Priscilla. Wonderful declaration. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you, Priscilla. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you, Apostle Pierre. This is Moxie Mona. Man, that was a Truly a great declaration. I I wait for the love life eviction. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.
1: Hallelujah. Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle Pierre.
3: Rochelle. Great, great,
1: great declaration.
3: God bless you. Good morning, Rochelle. Thank you so much.
1: Good morning. It's Jubilant Juliet.
3: Hey, Juliet.
1: Hey,
3: how you doing? I'm doing good. I
1: heard you in a while.
3: I know. It's good to hear your
0: voice.
2: Good morning. This is Howard Baker, first time listening, and thank you for the invite. It was a wonderful word and declaration.
3: I enjoyed it. Thank you so much, sir. Anyone else?
1: One more second.
3: All right, if there's no one else, I'm going to go ahead and pray and bless your day so we can go on about our days. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the declaration. We thank you for the illumination that you have given us. And so, Lord, I speak blessings over the days of your sons and your daughters. Father, don't let their day be frustrated by any outside force. Father, we announce, God, that they will live in the light and they will live in order. Father, we speak to the chaos. We speak to whatever winds and waves or whatever storms are coming their way. And we declare peace, be still. Father, I decree and declare that they They are the ones that will operate in wisdom, that they have been anointed with wisdom to bring, Father, about law and order. Father, I thank you, God, that you're going to begin to pull them to the forefront as leaders. Father, they won't be timid. They won't be the ones that are being led right now. But, Father, you have given them the authority to be leaders. And so, Lord, we announce that every good and perfect thing that you have for them is released. Everything that you have for them to do, Father, will be accomplished. Father, our buying spirits of stagnation, and procrastination and spirits of fear and timidness in Jesus' name. And I decree and declare, God, that courage be their portion. I release faith and power, Father. I thank you, God, that your word declares that you have not given them a spirit of fear, but that of power, love, and a sound mind. And so, Father, I thank you that whatever they decree today that is according to your will, Father, you will establish because your word declares unto us that we decree a thing, it shall be established. And so, Father, I establish their name. I establish their purpose. I establish wisdom, might, and strength to be their guides in Jesus' name. And, Father, we speak blessed. Blessings over their day, blessings over their family, and blessings over those that are assigned to work with them, by them, and for them. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you guys so much. And until we meet again. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. you.
1: Amen. Amen. God bless you, Apostle Peter. Have a fabulous day, everyone. Amen. Have a Amen. wonderful Amen. day. God bless day, everyone. everyone. Thank Jesus. you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Don't forget to check your pride tonight at Friday Night Live with Dear Bowman. Goodbye. Goodbye, girlfriend. Have a good day. I'm going to run today. All right. Go bless the people. Okay.